Hello, I'm Dee Madigan, and welcome to the very first episode of Home Plates, a weekly podcast all about international food. This podcast aims to bring people together by learning about each other's cultures through food. Each episode, an international student would join me to talk about the food from their country. I'll be getting the scoop on their food culture, their favorite dishes, and where to get food around here that reminds them of home. New episodes will be released every Wednesday right here on the Soundbite Network. So join me and together we can learn about food and maybe even find a new favorite place to eat or even a new dish to try. Stay tuned for the first episode of Home Plates. Hello and welcome to Home Plates. Today I am here with Richa. She is from India and I'm really excited to have her talk to us about Indian food and specifically food from New Delhi. Richa, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about where you're from, what has brought you to Seattle, and also the first food you had in the U.S. I am I'm from New Delhi, the capital of India. I am currently doing a global business program at the University of Washington. So that's brought me here to Seattle. I've visited the U.S. before, so my first food in the U.S. was the Indian food, the first time I came to the U.S. <laughs> my brother stays here, so we went to an Indian restaurant with my, like, we were visiting together as family, so we all went to an Indian restaurant. <laughs> so yeah, that was my first food ever in the U.S. That was 10 years ago. So when I came this time three months ago, my first food was pizza. I'm fond of pizza, so that was my first meal. <laughs> well, was the Indian food good that you had the very first time? Yeah, I had it in Chicago. It was good. There was a whole Indian street. Oh. So yeah, it was really good. So India has two types of food. There's a North Indian food and the South Indian. So yeah, I'm a North Indian, but I'm fond of the South Indian food. Well, that's a good segue into Indian food in general, since we haven't had someone from India on the show. It would be really awesome if you could just talk a little bit about what makes Indian food in general unique, and then maybe talk a little bit about how you're saying northern and southern Indian cuisine, how they're different. So actually, India has 29 states, and each state is like a mini country. Oh, so how many states? 29. 29? Yeah. Okay, cool. I feel like each is like a mini country because most states have different languages or different slangs or different dialects of a certain language. So it's difficult, but basically it's divided into two parts, the northern India and the southern India. So in the northern India can, you know, consists of states like Punjab, Haryana, Chandigarh, and some the central states as well. But the South India consists of Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, Kerala. They have a different cuisine altogether. Obviously, like any other country, the North Indians don't like the South Indian food and the South <laughs> Indians don't like the North Indian food because of obvious reasons. They've grown up eating their kind of food and cuisine. It's different. Like South Indian food basically is predominant by rice and rice items. And North Indian food has more of wheat flour. And they eat more of roti, which is made of wheat flour or naan, or tandoori roti. So that's the basic difference. In short, I can probably go on forever about <laughs> it, So, but in short. Is it more common to find northern or southern Indian food in the States, would you say? Uh, it's most common to find out in North Indian food, because North Indian food is also similar to Bangladeshi, Nepali, and Pakistani food. So it's more common. Cool. South Indian cuisine is a little uncommon. I 
found a few restaurants in Seattle which actually serve authentic South Indian food because population around that area, especially in Bellevue, is more South Indian. But mm. everywhere else, you have more North Indian food. Where's your favorite place to go in Seattle then that you found? Oh, I like Saffron Girl. Grill. It's okay. more American Indian, so yeah, less spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Saffron Girl. It's nice. Okay. And if you really want to eat authentic South Indian food, maybe there is a restaurant called um, Mayuri is nice too. It's in Bellevue. Okay. Bellevue has a lot of them. And then you said um, it's sort of Saffron Girl, sort of American Indian. Yes. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Since you hear like American Chinese food a lot with Panda Express and it's totally different. Yes. Is it pretty different than a thing? So you asked me earlier about what distinguished the Indian cuisine. It's the spices and the spicy flavor. So basically when I mean American Indian, I mean it is, it has less spices and it's not that hot. Mm. It's, you know, as per Americans, like their curry, not so hot, and it doesn't have too much of flavor, like spices. They have less salt, they have less chili, and everything is less. But whereas if you go to a typical Indian restaurant, they will have a lot of oil in it, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of spices, and because of the oil, it's more flavorsome. Mm. So yeah, um, in fact, I always go to a restaurant and I ask Indian restaurant, American spicy, standard because they ask you how spicy you want mm-hmm. it. I always ask, is it the Indian standard or the American <laughs> standard in an Indian restaurant? <laughs> yeah, because they're very different. Like an Indian restaurant, five means two of American standard. <laughs> to make it like, yeah, if you could understand that better. Even I can't eat five <laughs> of Indian restaurant. No, it's too spicy. I feel like Americans are just really wimpy with spice because, like, I talked to someone from Indonesia and another person from China, and they were both just, like, the same thing with spice. Like, you guys just can't do spice, can you? Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> a little spice and even a little salt. Oh, well, less salt is good for health, so that's okay. <laughs> and Indian cuisine is known for, like, not just spicy food, but they use a lot of spices like cardamom and other coriander seeds and other sorts of stuff which the Americans don't really use. That's definitely something that I love about Indian food are like all the spices and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It just like makes everything, like the different combinations, just like it's so good. Yeah, yeah. and it's like you can make the same dish uh, in really different number of ways because the combination of spices in it makes it really different. I definitely feel like it makes cooking Indian food like harder to maybe is that... Just because of all the different spices you have to use. Oh, yeah, it's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to cook Indian food in in, in America, firstly because of the stove. Oh, yeah? They don't have open flames. Right, yeah, Yeah. electric gas stoves. Yeah, 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 because of gas stoves, they're not open flames. And then because Indian food requires so so many spices, it's really hard. So when I came here last three months ago, I didn't cook food for one month because I was still trying to figure out what all spices I need the most. <laughs> Take it from a packet, it's easier to cook. Mm. But if you're doing it from scratch, it's really hard. <laughs> Do you like chai? Actually not. Really? <laughs> I'm an Indian who doesn't have tea. Darn, I really wanted to talk all about tea. But I know a lot about okay, tea, so it's okay. okay. <laughs> I love, I really love chai. Like, it's so good. Yes, I do make tea. I do drink <laughs> it, but not really often. Not every day, for sure. Okay. Especially in the U.S., it's too hot to make. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, don't try it. But, <laughs> but it's really nice. Everybody in my family is really fond of it. So yeah, okay. it's the morning ritual. Everybody in the India actually drinks tree twice a day, mm-hmm. in the morning and evening. And evening one is like mostly with a lot of snacks. I feel like all other countries have that, like a little like you know the like everyone has like a tea break or like a coffee break, you know. The Swedes have like fika, and the English have their like you know afternoon tea, yeah. and the Spanish have their like siestas. Siesta, yes. yeah. And the Americans just like we just really did not pick up on that, which is kind of a bummer, you know. I think that would have been cool if we had that. <laughs> well, that's true, actually. In- yeah, India was a British colony, so yeah, mm-hmm. we still have the same tradition. We yeah. still have evening tea, afternoon tea. And it's quite famous. We actually have tea parties too. Ooh, cool. Yeah. And yeah, Indian has a lot of tea with different spices, but the basic difference I feel in the tea is that they have milk in the tea. Mm. The Indians drink the tea with milk and sugar in it. Oh, okay. So yeah, so, yeah if you, like in American restaurants, you find tea without sugar, but if you go to India and you want to have tea, mm-hmm. especially from a roadside place, it will always have a lot of sugar in it. <laughs> a lot of sugar. <laughs> it's really sweet. <laughs> you don't need dessert after that. <laughs> you can just have tea. But yeah, tea is pretty common in India. People bond over having tea together, and people you know, just like chat a lot. It's like smoking. People mm-hmm. don't smoke that much in India, so it's like, like people bond here a lot over smoke. They mm-hmm. bond over tea. That's cool. Yeah, like men have their own tea, tea parties. Females will have their own tea parties, but not like party party. Like mm. they'll just sit together and yeah. have tea. Yeah, I like that. That's nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. a yeah. good way to talk, like undistracted and stuff. Yeah, just over a cup of tea. So speaking of the British influence on India, I was kind of wondering how you saw the British influence on Indian food. I don't think there was any influence, that much of influence on British, on Indian food. Okay. I mean, like, yeah, the chicken curry has become famous in Britain now. Yeah. So that's, um, I think it's the other way around, really, but not uh, not major influence, except the tea concept. Mm-hmm. There is not really much con- much influence. Okay. So I guess maybe, yeah, the British had... You guys had more of an impact on the British then. Yes, they had more spices, right? So they liked the food much more. Yeah, it's a little bland over there. Yes. And as is more, it's definitely, the spices make the difference. Even the tea with spices is definitely nicer. Mm-hmm. You know, you like, you cook it over slow heat for a really long time. The tea tastes really nice. Mm-hmm. Where, do you have like a favorite place then to get like tea or chai around here? Oh, there is a place in the... You know, on the university way called Chili's. It's South Indian food. Oh. They have really good tea. Oh, okay. Yeah. I heard that place has got good reviews, so I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's nice. I like the South Indian food. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So here's just like a sort of like a hypothetical question. If you were to have like guests over for dinner, what would you serve them? Like you got to pick like, you know, what you served for dinner and you wanted to share like Indian food with them. Oh, in India, you have dinner is like, not one dish. Okay, okay. Pretty much in India, food is like pretty elaborate mm-hmm. because most of the times there's only the females of the house are not working. So you have an elaborate menu in India. So if you have guests over, you will probably have like, you know, like these six or seven or maybe 10 items and you will have like a four course meal. Ooh. 
an example I can tell you to explain better is in Indian weddings, uh, the menu actually has more than 100 varieties of food. Wow. So <laughs> when I attend a wedding in the U.S., I'm like, oh, just four or five items. <laughs> it's still, it's considered really good. <laughs> if you come to India, it's like, you can actually not see where the <laughs> wedding venue ends because you can all you can see is food and food and food. <laughs> so in India, if I have guests over and I have to invite them, I'll probably have a three course meal. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I'll have about 10 varieties from starting from desserts to snacks to everything. The one item that I would really have is chicken tikka. Okay. It's my favorite. And if I'm having in the U.S., uh, I won't have such an elaborate because <laughs> in India you get help. So it's easier to cook mm-hmm. because everybody helps you and the labor is cheap. So you have people to help you. Mm-hmm. But in America, you have to do everything from scratch. <laughs> so I will probably just do like three dishes. That's one snacks, good. one main course and one dessert. Mm-hmm. And for snacks, I'll definitely do the chicken tikka because that's my favorite. <laughs> and it's easy to eat. It's chicken. People outside of India like more chicken food. They like meat more, mm-hmm. though Indians are predominantly vegetarian. So yeah, that's one dish that I would cook. And I and for the main course, I'll probably make a vegetarian dish because I want to try, I want to tell them that vegetarian food can be tasty too and <laughs> really good. Because I'm more fond of vegetarian food. I would probably make a paneer butter masala that's like shahi paneer. And for dessert, I can make gulab jamun. It's another dessert from India which is really famous. It's like donuts. Oh, it's but stuffed donuts. Are they kind of milky or no? Milky? No, no, no. that's rasgulla. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have a lot of varieties. <laughs> well, that sounds good. Yeah. I would want to go to that dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> if I were a guest at that dinner party, are there any like etiquette things that guests should know about or whatever? Oh, no, not surely, actually. I mean, in India, people will usually get something for the person you're going for dinner with. If they don't want to eat, they won't eat, but that's up to them. So give them all the options so yeah. they can they Yeah, can because in India, your guest is like your god. <laughs> you know, we have a phrase in, in the native language that means, Atiti Devo Bhavo, that means any guest in your place is like god. You treat them mm. like you treat god. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's the, like highest level of like hospitality yes (laughs) that's why india is actually known for hospitality yeah yeah that would make sense with that it's part of our culture that's really cool can you talk a little bit about uh new delhi specifically and sort of the food culture scene there and what makes it different than like other cities in india new delhi is the capital of the country and it has so there is a part called the Old Delhi, which is Stanley Chalk and Pahar Ganj, and it's famous for food. People actually come from all over, you know, everywhere, India and world, to have food there. So Old Delhi is really famous for parathas. They are, they are like uh, wheat flour stuffed with different vegetables, and of course they're deep fried in oil, in, in the Indian oil, but they taste really yummy. So if you forget the calories, they're really, they're really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, people come back every time to just eat those <laughs> because they're so delicious. They're also famous for chola baturas, and that is another Indian dish, which is very common. Predominantly eaten as breakfast item or snacks item with tea. Chanas are like pulses, type of pulses, which is high in protein. And then, yeah, they make it and um, with a curry. It's like a curry. Mm. And yeah, you serve it with baturas. That's like a bread. 
And it's also famous for all the snacks. So basically, Delhi is known as the Chatpara place. That means they're known for the, their snacks. Mm-hmm. It's like um, you have these golgapas, which are like, they're like a snack, which Delhi is really famous for. But it is called different in different places of India because I mentioned India has, has 29 states and each state has its own characteristics of food and everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, golgapa and, you know, alu tiki, it's all famous for that. Like potato kebabs, maybe. Mm. Yeah. That's cool, potato kebabs. Yeah. Or are those just like, do they have like seasoning on them? Or like? Oh yeah, they have a lot of seasoning <laughs> on it. And they put a lot of like the sweet chutney and a sour chutney. And then you can also have it with yogurt. Oh, so yeah. yeah, we... In India, usually, it's pretty elaborate. Everything involves a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's why it tastes nicer and delicious. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk a little bit, too? I've been asking some of my other guests about, like, the fast food in their country, just because I think it's interesting how um, a lot of the fast food chains adjust their menu to, like, fit sort of the cater towards the audiences in different countries. So... Are there any sort of, like, interesting menu items at, like, McDonald's? Oh, yeah, or yeah, there are a lot of interesting items. Like you mentioned, McDonald's. So McDonald's in India actually launched a vegetarian menu because Indians are predominantly vegetarians. And uh, even if they eat non-vegetarian food, uh, a lot of Hindus will not be eating non-vegetarian food on certain days of the weeks. Mm. Like, most of them don't eat non-vegetarian on Tuesdays. So McDonald's actually launched a special menu which is localized to the Indian market. And they included paneer in their menu. We have paneer burgers, we have potato burgers, which is not there in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So yeah, McDonald's changed their whole menu. And also beef cannot be served in India because the Indians don't eat it. The the Hindus don't eat it. Mm -hmm. So they don't serve beef on the menu. At all. At all. No oh, wow. no brief products. That's really cool. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. McDonald's doesn't serve it. Yes. Okay, I feel like a lot of people talk about the fruit in India and just how, like, fresh it is and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you found, too? Like, you know, the mangoes and stuff just are, like, better in India than... Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. They are way better in India, and they have huge varieties. They have too many varieties. Here in the U.S., you're very limited to having the variety of mango. Like, even Costco has mango, but it's not it's not the same. We have different varieties of small mangoes, the big ones, <laughs> and people in India actually like to eat mangoes with their hands. I talked earlier about North India and South India. In mm-hmm. South India, some people eat mangoes with their outer layer. Oh. Like in North India, we peel the peel yeah. it off the skin, but in South India, they actually eat mangoes with skin, oh, which is really interesting. interesting. Yeah, we're part of the same country, but <laughs> different forms of eating the mango, <laughs> and yet yeah, we actually have mango fast festivals in New Delhi. Every summer, it's held and it's fun because you have more than hundred varieties of mango from all over India. And you can choose whichever one you like. That's so cool. Yeah. Some will be more, like, the difference in them would be the size, the color, the taste, the sweetness. But, yeah, it's, it's really fun. And my, I'm not that fond of mango, but my mom and my brother are crazy about mangoes. <laughs> so they really look forward to summer just to have mangoes. <laughs> have you tried um, eating mango with, like, the shell on? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Since kid, we've had mango only without the skin yeah. like even if you're having it like there is something called that you can actually 
sip the mango with with the mango, not oh, have yeah. a mango shake, but there is a type of mango that is meant to be sipped. And it is really fun to eat it with hands and your yeah. hands get all messy, but it's a lot of fun. I've tried that, but even in there, we take the skin off. As kids, I remember in my family, because my mom is so fond of it and my grandparents were really fond of mango too. So in summers, if I'm visiting my grandparents from my mom's side, we would have like a mango competition every day. <laughs> they would eat mango for lunch and dinner. <laughs> and if sometimes for breakfast too. And then everybody in the family, like my aunts, my uncles, my my cousins, my brother, my grandparents, everybody would, after the dinner, have this mango competition on who has the seed, who cleans the seed the most <laughs> of the mango. Undoubtedly, my mom always won. <laughs> you can't beat her for that. <laughs> That's a really good memory I have of mangoes. Yeah. That was a good time, like a family bonding thing in mm -hmm. summers. I had no idea there were like so many different kinds of mangoes. That's really cool, though. Yeah, there are a lot of different types. You mm -hmm. should go to India to try them. Don't try it here. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could try it here, and then I'll just have to wait till I have my mind like totally blown by the ones in India, though. Yeah, 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 because they're different. They're really different. I like My dad's parents used to stay like about 50 miles away from the city where we mm -hmm. used to stay. So we would go there very often, and on the way back, we would get like a whole bunch of mangoes, like people who the wholesalers buy it from there. And because my brother and my mom were so fond of it, that my dad would buy a lot of them. And then for the next 10 days, our fridge had only mangoes and mangoes and mangoes. <laughs> it, it was just fun. And yeah, sometimes when you go on a trip, you take mangoes, and then if there is a river, you put the mangoes, you dip the mangoes in the river. Because in India, you not everywhere you get a fridge, and people travel, and then mm -hmm. there's some people who don't even have a fridge. So my mom used to, like, every time we're traveling, my mom used to tell me that when she was younger, she didn't have a fridge. So she would put it in a, in a, some utensil or a bucket or maybe just nothing, just a, like a cloth, mm -hmm. and you put it in the water for some time, oh. and the mangoes get really cold. Oh, whoa. And it's amazing to have those mangoes in the heat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet. Yeah. You see a lot of people do that if you go to the rural areas where people yeah. don't have that much of fridge or they don't have that much electricity. But now India is developing too. But as a kid, yeah. this was a fun activity. No, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's like a good way to keep things cold, like nature's fridge. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's like nature's fridge. And, you know, you don't have, you still get to eat your favorite food cold. Yeah. Yes. Because it's my mom's favorite food, she would always think of ways. <laughs> more ways to put more mangoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't like mangoes. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> but but even then, I would eat the mangoes because it's just a fun, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, we did it. And it's still really cold. <laughs> it's associated with good memories for you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'm sure all Indians have really good memories with mangoes. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're to the point where I do, we do a segment called um, junk food and drunk food. So just like, asking about like what you eat for junk food, just like lazy day or whatever, you just, you know, want some munchies or whatever. But then also if you're after a night out, I guess like hangover food, basically, and what you guys eat. And for the segment, I usually try to find a snack from the place that the person's from and so I went to the university convenience store, which is like a little Indian place, grocery store. I didn't know what to get exactly, but 
So I got these cookies, and I don't know if you're familiar with them or not. Yeah, I am. Oh, okay, good. They're my mom's favorite, yes. Oh, good, good. Because so, last time I did this, like, the person didn't know what I had bought at all, and I thought oh, yeah, they no, were... No, 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 no. The, okay, good. The glucose biscuits that you got, the cookies, they are pretty stable in India. Everybody knows <laughs> it. Every kid knows it. Awesome. Well, these are for you. Thank you so much. That's really nice of you. And then these are cashew cookies. They're also, I had to like pay a certain amount because I didn't have cash. So I just bought a whole bunch of cookies. Uh, thank you. And so, yeah. Thank you so much. They're really nice. Okay. They are from India, typically from India. Great. And Indians like the dry fruits a lot. So, yeah, the cookies with the dry fruit. <laughs> yeah. They're like, and this is like staple. People eat with tea. Okay. It's very staple food, staple cookies for India. And they're called? Palaji biscuits. Palaji. They're okay. like glucose biscuits. They're pretty sweet. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, but, yeah, thank you. That's really welcome. thoughtful of you. <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to go try those cookies, our listeners can go to University Convenience Market. Um, that was just like a promo for them without them asking, but it's a cool little place. Like, they have a lot of like Indian, like, it look like prepackaged food and stuff that you can make at home and spices and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, but yeah, do you have favorite munchies and uh, hangover food that you usually like to get? Yeah, favorite munchie food. Does that have to be Indian food? No, honestly, like the last two people were just like, oh, we just eat like McDonald's or KFC. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's an honest answer. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking what I like because I like pasta a lot, but okay. it's the Indian version of the pasta, okay. not the Italian pasta. Oh, okay. Like, we have Chinese food in India, we have mm -hmm. Italian food, but it's Indianized. Okay. And I like that. So what does that look like then? So I like this pasta, which is found, it's it's like a red pasta, chili mm -hmm. pasta, mm -hmm. but with chicken or no chicken, that's fine. It's spicy. And then I can add more of my own spices in it, like black, black pepper <laughs> or something, you know. And then even oregano in India, for example, something just comes to my mind is oregano. In India, oregano is actually mixed with spices. Okay. But if I buy oregano here, it's just the leaves. So, oh, yeah. Cool. So even Domino's has that adjusted factor to India. Oh, yeah. Domino's or Pizza Hut, coming back to your point. Yeah. yeah. So they also have the oregano there is very different than here. That's interesting. So the first time I came, I actually got confused. I bought a whole bottle of oregano from here. And then when I bang bang, I'm like, oh, this doesn't have that. <laughs> Mine is the spices. So I like the pasta. There is this famous place I really like uh, in India, in New Delhi. It's a big chill restaurant. They have this favorite pasta of mine. That's my favorite food, favorite munchie. And... Mm -hmm. I would always go there no matter what. Mm -hmm. Even my family knows if I'm just sad or anything <laughs> is wrong, just take her there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites. But it's the Indian version of a pasta with okay. more spices in it. Cool. Yeah. Or maybe just a chicken tikka from mm. one of my favorite shops, yes. Okay. Chicken tikka roll. That's uh, chicken tikka in bread. Ooh, rolled in a bread that sounds good is the bread like thick or like very thin bread thin bread okay. yeah very thin and pretty thin it's pretty long it's called romali roti oh. and then you have chicken tikka pieces in it and then you have the coriander chutney yeah and then you have onions on it and it's really delicious that sounds really good wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah i hadn't heard of that before but wow i really want to find a place that has that now <laughs> i don't think you'll find it in the u.s That's i haven't sad. found one yet <laughs> I guess I'll just have to go to India for all the mangoes and now this dish. <laughs> yes, well, the flavor is very different in India than here. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a lot of fun, and I've I've learned a lot. And uh, thank you so much for being here. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. It was really good experience. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, tune in for the next episode, where I'll be doing this again with another international student. Thanks for listening. Bye. Science, technology, engineering, and math. My name is Prapanit Dua, and I host a podcast called Women in STEM, where I sit down and talk with men and women in different STEM fields about where their careers have taken them, and I also discuss important issues surrounding women in these fields. Join me every other Tuesday on the Soundbite Network from the University of Washington.